0: Reading from the Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 21. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Lavaṅga-saṅgam pranatam kritaṅjalim Mambaksyate krura. Tate yaroṣrava. Tatavayam Janma Brito Mahiasa Navaydrito Janmatak. Having been embraced by the all-famous Lord, I will humbly stand before him with bowed head and joined palms, and he will address me, my dear Akura. At that moment, my life's purpose will be fulfilled. Indeed, the life of anyone whom the Supreme Personality fails to recognize is simply pitiable, Piti- pitiable. Om timarandasya gananjana shalakaya Sri unmalatamyena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri Sapitam yena bhutale, sayam rupa tadati sapadantikam, pancha kalpa turubhyascha, kripa sindhu bhayevacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavibhyo namo namah shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda syadwaita gadadhar sivasade gor bhakta brinda hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. So greetings from New Jersey. Yeah, snowing right now. I kind of like it because my nature is to stay inside. So now I can do that without any guilt that I should be going outside. Um anyway mano Ritena, this is the chariot of the mind akura is the example for us of how to get to vrindavan you can't buy a ticket to vrindavan you have to have the proper you have to have the proper consciousness you have to have the proper consciousness And this is the consciousness. Bhakti is very simple. You get what you want. If you want Krishna, you get Krishna. Tesam satatayukdhanam bhajatam The dadami buddhi-yogam tvamya. One who worships me with faith and devotion, I give him the knowledge by which he can come back to me. Um what's that verse? Nityo Nityanam, Chaitanas Chaitanyanam, Eko Bahunam Yovidati And There's many supreme, there's many, there's many, there's one eternal, and there's many other eternals. Chait, there's one living force and many, and the one, Eko Bahunam Yo, is meant to satisfy the others. So Krishna is there wanting to satisfy our hearts and we just have to want it. It's our aspiration. So that's mano Ratana, that's the chariot of the mind. And we see a Kuru's mind and it's so beautiful. And as he's aspiring for Krishna his aspirations increase. And that's very natural because bhakti is a thirst. Um, so as your bhakti increases, your thirst, you want it even more. It's not that you, 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 you get quenched. Vayam natu vachriptatma shloka vartate, yet srinvatam rasajyanam svade svat, we never become satiated. vayam natu Uttama shloka vartate, by hearing the verses of Krishna. Yet srinvatam, when we hear that, rasajyanam, when we hear this knowledge of love, of perfect love, of the absolute reality, of the thing, that Dev saw, mayam chattada pasayam, he saw Krishna exchanging with his internal potency. You never become satiated. And the more that you get, the more you want. Your greed increases. So this is what's happening to Akura. He has an aspiration to go to Krishna, and Krishna fulfills his aspiration. That's that image that God is actually listening to our heart, because our heart is God's pleasure, because that's where God puts his pleasure potency. I described before, and Jiva Dharma explains that Krishna has basically two pleasures um, Surupanand and Bhaktianand. Surupanand is his own pleasure. By himself, it's like a person, it's like God swinging on a hammock. You're so satisfied just by yourself. But Anand, the pleasure of love, requires another to be the receptacle of that love. It's God's energy, his loving potency is his energy, but for him to enjoy it, it must come from within him, outside of himself. Because nothing, uh, Krishna is, is Advayam Gan, there's nothing it, it, that is separate from him. So w- within his energy, there's an energy that, that's separate from him, the living entity. And he puts that um, his own love within his heart. That's our purpose. And when that increases, the thirst increases and you want it more and you want it more and you never become satiated. So we see here with Akura, He's on that chariot and it's going, it's really his mind is moving. Somehow the chariot is moving and it's carrying him with his aspirations and they increase. But then what happens is he has a thought. Well, maybe Krishna won't accept me. And this is the desire that there's, there's three desires of Prema Bhakti that accompany Prema Bhakti, the desire to serve, the desire to be with the person and the, the desire to have a relationship with the person. Not just to be with Krishna, not just to serve Krishna, but to be recognized by Krishna. recognized so his aspirations are increasing just to just to see i'm going to pay obeisances to the feet with the yogis are meditating on and then krishna will reciprocate with me And, and his hand which is fragrant from wiping the perspiration from the faces of the gopis after the rasa dance, which is not just the dance, it's the water and it, it's the running, it's the kirtan and the movie, and, and, and it will become Sugandika, it will be it will become the most exceptional fragrance. And that will be on my head. And, and then as I get up, he will embrace me. So that desire for relationship means that it is recognized. I was in Prabhupada's room. I was in Prabhupada's room and his, when he came back from Vrindavan to leave the world, actually somehow he had left, he left again and then came back soon, but, And he was sitting in his chair. And in those days in Vrindavan, there weren't very many people in the, there weren't that many people in the temple. Um, And He told us he was going to leave and told us that Vrindavan was the best place and he glorified he said why. He said it has the Jamuna River, it has the white sands of Ramanreti, where well where Krishna played with the cows. Um And then, you know, somehow spontaneously, he started to speak about his disciple Jayananda who had just passed away and with with real affection that he helped me so much. I remember probably like with real feeling, he helped me so much. And then, you know, I was thinking, wow, I would love to be there in Prabhupada's heart and be recognized by him. And then Kuru thought, well, I'm the servant of the enemy of Krishna. Even though my intentions is, are good, It's so easy to be misunderstood. The face is the index of the mind, but not always. There's a great relationship with the external and the internal, but it's not absolute. Sometimes there's circumstances which we're unaware of. Kamsa's desire was completely sincere I'm gonna serve Kamsa because that is the best opportunity for me to be, otherwise there's other 12 brothers, 14 brothers or 12 brothers left. But I will be near to Krishna, I'll have an opportunity and I'll make this sacrifice because I understand, and that's what faith means, I understand the value of Krishna. And according to the value you ascribe to Krishna, which is the faith that you trust, the the value in terms of the sublimity of what it means to be with God, what it means to be, be with Krishna, according to the value you put on that, it determines the amount you're willing to pay or sacrifice for it. So it's a really heavy point in one sense, if we're not sacrificing for Krishna is because our faith is not strong. We don't really believe what we're actually getting. But Kura understood, Kura understood he had that faith and he understood that this is so valuable that it's worth 12 years of sacrifice and this horrible job working for this demon. And of course, that wasn't his only reason. He was also looking after Krishna's parents by being the confidant or the advisor to Kamsa trying to influence his mind. But that was his whole goal. That was his aspiration. And now as the chariot is going, he said, well, but then he said, no, Krishna knows the heart of everyone. And I like what the commentators say. They say this shows that what pleases Krishna is not the paraphernalia, but the devotion that that paraphernalia is expressing. If paraphernalia is not connected to the heart, in other words, what you offer has value to Krishna to the extent that it's connected to your heart. So he has that doubt, these aspirations that I want this, I want this, I want this, but me? Then he says, no, Krishna will see my heart. And then his aspirations increase. Not only will he, will I see him, not only will I pay obeisances to him, not only, but Quintanjalim, I'll be there with my hands. He may embrace me. He'll embrace me. He'll embrace me very intimately. That's the nature of Krishna. But as soon as I, As soon as it's finished, I'll come to my rightful position. I'll come to my rightful position. My hands will be clasped. I'll express to Krishna that these hands are no longer to be used selfishly for the senses and the ego. These hands are yours. I'm your servant. But as I stand there, he'll say, Akura Tata Tata means very affectionately. He'll he'll state my name very intimately, not sir, just like when, when the when the gopis came to see Krishna. And Krishna was, I guess we call it playing hard to get or something, but to increase their love, he he, he said, yes. What can I do for you? And then what? Don't give us that formality. We've come here breaking all formality to be with you. So Kura's the uncle, he didn't want formality, my dear uncle. He was in the mood of service to Krishna. He was like a servant, not Krishna's superior. Just like Advaita Acharya, he was always so disturbed because because Lord Chaitanya would always say, please accept my humble obeisances. No, I don't want service. I want to serve. How horrible it would be if Prabhupada came and wanted to serve us and looked at us that way. Advaita Acharya was so disturbed. He was so disturbed that he preached yoga Vishishta, an impersonal philosophy to infuriate Lord Chaitanya. So Lord Chaitanya would take the superior position. And, and when he was beaten, he was in great ecstasy. So Akura, from the standpoint of position, he's the minister of the king. He's the uncle. You know, Krishna will see my heart. And that's that's the point. Is that heart is where that bhakti anand is, and the extent that it's it's manifest in our heart, the extent that we petition the grace of God, the percent that we have a desi- the, the the extent that we have a desire to serve God. God will see our hearts. That's what darshan ultimately means of the deity. In an advanced state, it's not just us seeing the deity. Bhakti Siddhanta would come out of his room every day and take off his glasses. He wanted to see the deity. He wanted to offer his heart to the deity. He wanted to come before the deity and offer something. And what do you offer? Okay, offer a flower because it's an expression of your love but it's the extent that it's an expression of your love that Krishna is pleased. So Kura is is certain he has that confidence with his aspirations, no. The external, this is the example, the external doesn't look like an offering. It looks like a minister of, 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 of Krishna's enemy coming with bad news, with trouble. But actually, it's just coming with the heart to see Krishna, to serve Krishna, to see Krishna. And now he's recognized by Krishna. He's recognized by Krishna. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati always said that. Don't try to act in a way to see Krishna, act in a way that Krishna wants to see you. What a meditation. What would our hearts have to be that Krishna would want to see us? Well, we'd have to be surrendered and we have to be loving. So our our emotions would have to be deep in our hearts. I'm yours, Krishna or you're mine, Krishna, but in a spiritual way. And I will humbly stand, I will bow my head and my hands will be full, and he will address me. And at that moment, that's it. That's what life is about. That's the ultimate reality That's the mission of the Krishna consciousness movement that we have those feelings in our heart. That's the purpose. That's the purpose. And if that's not achieved, Shrama, Ava, he cable Then it's it, shrama. It has no value. Shrama Ava he cable. Him. Eva, certainly he certainly cable only. It's just no value. That's the purpose. Is to come to that point. I'm writing an article, you'll see it tomorrow for Monday morning greetings. I'm kind of happy with it, it took some work. We're trying to distinguish between the movement and the mission. Distinguish between the hierarchical structure, which is meant to carry the mission, and the mission itself. and how the purpose is the mission i described i was in a conversation with uh, Naranjan swami and he was he was talking about this he actually spoke on his Zyas puja about this about the difference between the movement and the uh, and the mission and, and he told me that his inspiration for that was i think uh, besides the fact that Besides the fact that um, he's studying and teaching Brihad-Bhagavatamrita and giving classes and so enlivened Rasa Shastra, books that describe the Pryojana Tattva, Priojana Tattva, the goal, which is, which is feeling that relationship with Krishna besides reading it and, and, and obviously getting so much relish for, for it, became inspired when he was reading in the second chapter of the 10th Canto, describing the describing the mercy of great souls. I, I described this morning, they, they take the boat over the ocean of material exists and leave the boat. And what's the boat? The boat is the movement. <laughs> but the boat is not the goal. <laughs> the goal is the the mission. <laughs> the mission is, 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 is to, to go back to Godhead. That's the mission. And what does that mean? It means you have a relationship with Krishna and Krishna knows your name and he recognizes you. And he's pleased by seeing your heart, which is selfless and devotional and pure. And then he, he, he concludes if this doesn't happen to anyone, If that doesn't happen, that the Supreme Personality of God, it doesn't recognize you, it's simply pitiable. And now he he kind of meditates further. About Krishna, and he says, I like to read the Sanskrit today. Next 22. Nitastya kas chidayatasurit damo, nachapriya dvesha upeksha va, tatapi bhaktam bajite yatatata, surad rumod yavid upasrita upasrito tada. The Supreme Lord has no favorite and no dearmost friend, nor does he consider anyone undesirable, despicable, or fit to be neglected. All the same, he lovingly reciprocates with his devotees in whatever manner they worship him, just as the trees of heaven fulfill the desires of whoever approaches him." So he's thinking, I can be successful, it all depends on me. You know, and that's the focus, that's the consciousness of a devotee. And in the preliminary stage, and a preliminary, the Bhagavad Gita, we have to learn that. That our success does not depend on anything external to ourselves. happiness, distress, slander, praise, health, sickness. Those come by Krishna. That comes by Krishna. We can't do anything about it and it's coming for us. But our reaction, our devotion, our mood That's all all in our hearts. And we become successful by that. And Krishna even says in the Bhagavad Gita very easily, daivi esha gunamayi mamamaya Darateya mamevye papajante mayam etam tarantite. The material energy is impossible, but it's very easy to overcome if one reverses the attitude that attracted the illusory potency, and what's the attitude that attracts the illusory potency? Desire for something that we cannot have by our constitution has to be fulfilled in illusion. And therefore Krishna reciprocates with us. and therefore in the material energy because we want the illusion of being independent of God. But one who surrenders to God, he, he, he changes that mentality and very easily he crosses. So Kuru is saying Krishna will reciprocate, he reciprocates with everyone. And he's impartial. He's impartial, but because he's impartial, it doesn't mean that everyone gets the same thing. As you surrender, he rewards one accordingly. It's just like a father, he's impartial, but One son has his riches and one son doesn't. So how can he be impartial? Because any son who is a good son and wants to live in the family has that, he's impartial. But one son wants and the other doesn't. That doesn't mean he's impartial. Reciprocation does not indicate partiality because God is willing to reciprocate with everyone. That doesn't, it's not a defect. It's not, it's not, some um, of the, the made way the he's not hate and like, not like that. He hates one and he likes that, but he does favor people, but it doesn't mean he's impartial. He's naturally reciprocating i think i discussed that this morning in the chaitanya Bhagavat about god's um how do you put it he reciprocates with one's love Oh yeah, I, I do remember. When it describes that God is controlled by the devotee, that's not a detriment to God, that's just opulence. Because the very nature of a loving person is to be controlled by the desire of the person he loves or reciprocates with the person he loves. So that's not a weakness. we say Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, it necessitates that he's controlled by love. And we discussed that this morning, that a person who is impersonal or cold, no matter how much you give yourself to them, it doesn't move them. To be moved or controlled by love is the sign of a, a, a person It's the sign of the opulence of a person. So the fact that Krishna reciprocates with his devotees, it's not dvesha hate or like in that way, based on on my ego, no. It's the natural, in, in fact, I actually I, I wrote a um, an article uh, called immigration in the Bhagavad Gita. And I discussed the, 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 the from the Bhagavad Gita's standpoint, the two considerations of of immigration that would have to be balanced. One is Vidya Vinaya Sampane Brabhani, that w- you should see everyone, and Prabhupada didn't like this, like dogs barking at immigration, etc. We should see everyone, we should be compassionate to everyone. So that's one side. The other side is, um, I quoted some other verse. Uh, yes, I quoted this verse, that I favor my devotee. It's very natural to reciprocate in love. And in fact, it would be a defect if a mother or father treated all children equally and didn't give more attention to their child who is dependent. That would be a defect in them. It was very very interesting. The way I, the reason I remember this verse is because. Um, It's I don't know how Krishna is using me or something, but someone I met in Vrindavan, I thought is a simple guy, but he's he's actually. They have a. As he a, a, his family owns the largest yacht making company, sixteen hundred workers, and he's. And they asked him to run for political office, and he he's. He would actually get the ticket for Congress, and, and he called me up, and I met him in Vrindava and He became a devotee, and asked me, you know, um, he's in two minds whether he should do it. So I, I like to give practical advice, and I, I, and I told him that the most important thing is. Well, I tell him many things, but one of the things is. What is your platform? You know, what is your platform? And see if the people who are asking you to run will agree to that platform. And I asked him, what are some of the things he was concerned with? And yeah, good things, dignity and politics. You know, I, I forgot different things. I told him he should be called the common sense candidate and figure out all the issues that are just so obvious that gets skewed by political views. Um, But I sent him all my articles on politics and he really liked that one about immigration. How those both factors are there. Both factors are there. A person should be very charity, you know, the, the, the Vedic society, you go outside of your house and you call three times, is anyone hungry? but I guess at the same time you have your own house. (laughs) So that balance should be there. So yeah, Krishna is equal for everyone, but for those who love him, he reciprocates. And this this understanding is so enlivening to Akrura. I wanna give my heart to Krishna and I'm coming there. And yes, he, he, he yes, he he will say he'll see my heart. He'll, yeah, he'll reciprocate, and 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 then then he, then in his mind he's saying this is not wrong. This is the nature of personality. As as Prabhupada said in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna doesn't have the defect of impersonality, which means he reciprocates. So Akur is getting very alive in that, that the divinity that I am approaching is not impersonal. He'll respond to whatever desires I have, if they're sincere, and I wanna love him and I wanna serve him. And more than anything else, I want that relationship with him. Just as the trees in heaven fulfill the desires whoever approaches him, like a desire tree. I want that love. And then Lord Krishna's elder brother, the foremost of the Yadus will grasp my joined hands while I'm still standing with my head bowed. And after embracing me, will take me to his house. Therefore he will honor me with all items of ritual and inquire for me about how Kamsa has been treating his family members. So he's envisioning, I will be accepted. And then he's thinking, well, actually, Yarotama, the most uh, Krishna is from the Kurus, Bala, y- yodot, it, that, that Balaram is the he, he's thinking, well, Krishna is in Vrindavan, and he's not thinking that re- he's not in the mood that that Vasudev is his father. And Akura is related to Vasudev, So this being, me being the relative of him, it, 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 it that's not my end here. Because I want to get in, I, I want to be with them. But what'll happen is Balaram. Balaram. He will, the foremost of the yattas. he'll grasp my joint. How nice and affectionate. You ever have a saintly person grab your hands affectionately and, and move you someplace? I remember I used to love that Dr. Fakir Mohan. I remember when he used to come to Govardhan, Govardhan Puja. And you, know, you go up in the hill and he would, he's so humble, He staying in the back because that's the, the nature of a saintly person. They're never thinking they're entitled. He's just thinking he's very humble, although he's the foremost scholar of Gaudiya Vaishnavism and Orissa, a bhava-bhakta and a Sangeet acharya and very exalted, but he's, he's just in the back. There's hundreds and hundreds of devotees so affectionate, nice. And I, I take his hand, he takes my hand and we, we uh, go up in the front so that he can also bathe. And then of course, people recognize him when he comes in the front. And I'll, I'll be standing. He'll grasp me. I'm still standing. I'm still standing, my head bowed. He'll grab me because I'm like this. This is the mood of a devotee. His head is naturally bowed. Because again, that bhakti is a thirst. And when you have a thirst, it means I'm lacking something. So when the devotee has that thirst, when the devotee has that thirst, It makes him very, very humble. So his head naturally bows, not like this. The bow embraces that position. This is not the position position of the center this is the position of the periphery and the, the he wants to be on the periphery because that is the that, that's the position where he can serve so he's he's just envisioning this is all in his mind and the aspirations will will, will carry him uga bhakti mean it means we aspire for something and in our particular line we don't necessarily envision ourselves at a premature stage doing service to radha and krishna but we can meditate on those who are we can meditate on those who are and want that, I would like to serve in that way. So this is the process, this is the the aspirations carrying one, right? It's described that it's like a green mango and a ripe mango, but you have to have a mango. <laughs> So our, our green mango is our aspirations. It's the ripe mango as we actually manifest it. But the green mango will become mango. So our aspirations, we read this. It's so sweet, his, his head is folded, his head bowed. And he'll take me in. And then afterwards he'll embrace me in his house. And then he'll he'll welcome me with all items of ritual welcome. Inquire for me how God has been treating his family members. I want that intimacy. And and Sukadeva Goswami continued, my dear king, while the son of Swapaka Swapaka traveled, and thus that deeply on Sri Krishna, he reached Gokul as the sun was beginning to set. So remember, he was so intelligent that when Kamsa said to him, you go, then by providence, because he knew the psychology, perhaps, of kshatriyas and, and, and men, he said, I have a new chariot, but but Akrura wasn't in that mood. He wasn't attracted to the new chariot normally. Oh, oh. Wow. Yeah, I see. Don Kelly's here and he he would <laughs> he would have to share. he would come to my house and he would come up there and clean the groceries and he had this integrity, so he had this electric car, but he bought it many years ago and practically it could, such a hassle because he had to plug it in halfway and it would run out. And, and then finally, he, he bought a Tesla. So I saw the Tesla outside. I said, wow, take me for a ride on that Tesla. And I wanna see how you take your hands off the wheel and it still goes. So Kamsa said, wow, Krua, there's a new chariot, you go. And he saw because the passion of, he, he went immediately, but he didn't go immediately. Because it was night and he, there's no lights. He couldn't find his way. He he would arrive in the morning, which is the worst time to deliver this confidential message. So he stayed up all night chanting because it was a codicil, And he stood up all night because... He didn't want to offer his remnant charity. He had so much devotion. This is for Krishna. This is for Krishna. And therefore he arrives at night. So Sukadeva is explaining it. This son of Swapaka. Why son of Swapaka? Because it says, Sachintiyam. This Akru is thinking deeply. And who is his father? His father was a great sage who spent his lifetime in meditation. So, so Sukadeva Goswami describing this and describes, wanting to give the image of, of, of this Akrua, how how deep his thoughts were from the very beginning, how deep and careful his thoughts were and then how spontaneous his thoughts were. And now he's arrived at night, that was his plan. And this very deeply, and and the whole way he deeply meditated, retained by his chariot and the chariot arrived and very frankly, he didn't even know how he got there. Sometimes you can go on autopilot. There's another level of consciousness. He didn't even know how he got there. Gokulam to the village of Gokul. He reached it by his chariot. How did he retain it? How did he possibly do that? He was so surprised. He didn't even, practically didn't even know he was on a chariot. Because Swapalka Tanya, Akura, right? What is that? Uh, namashrestam Manumapi manuma Satchiputam Atram Sarupam Rupam Tasya Graja. No, it's a different verb. Tanya, the sun, because he's so meditative. And he arrives when? when the sun sets. And what does it mean when the sun sets? It means the perfect time because Krishna will be coming back from the forest. And it'll be the perfect time to deliver his message. Kurt did not even notice the road he still reached. So we had these verses that combine the words of and the mind and the words of Akura. But Bhakti is best expressed in Seva which is loving reciprocation to the Lord through the faculties of the mind, the body and the words. So now we saw the mind and the words and now the body. Anubhava there are actions that follow our devotion that are a mood of devotion itself and those act, those actions be termed by by your relationship with krishna in the coward he saw the footprints of those in the coward he saw the footprints of those feet whose pure dust the rulers of all the planets in the universe hold on their crowns. And this always indicates the exalted nature of a person. When they say lotus feet, it's just a respectful, they mean the whole person, but the lotus feet, it's, it's a way of honoring a person when you honor that which is lowest as high, what to speak of the rest, (laughs) that's what it says. (laughs) So it's the greatest glorification to glorify the feet, the lowest part, the dust, the great rulers, those footprints of the Lord distinguished by such marks as the lotus, barley, corn, elephant made the ground wonderfully beautiful. There, there's a relationship between Krishna's feet. He loves the earth. This is an ecological point. Krishna loves the earth. Why? Because the earth sustains and maintains everything, including his pastimes. And therefore Krishna, when he walks on the earth, he walks very lovingly. And the earth considers the feet of Krishna the tilak and the meaning of tilak, why we wear tilak with pride, Tilak indicates I belong. So I'm wearing the Gaudiya Vaishnava Tilak, I belong to this lineage. And this is the sense of of real love. Real love is I belong. I am yours, that's what love is. Love means you give yourself to someone. And Tilak indicates I give myself to Krishna and the lineage that mercifully connected me with Krishna, Anya Bilashita Shunyam, Jnana Karma Anu Kulyena Krishnanu, Krishnanu. Bhakti connects one to Krishna. Your lineage connects you to Krishna. So that the earth, the earth means I. Belong to Krishna. The tilak means I belong to Krishna. I belong to my guru. And the footprints in Vrindavan that Akura saw, it's it's actually quite amazing because they never erase the footprints of Vrindavan. They always stay embedded in the sand. Because they're so honored by the earth, the earth is holding its tilak, and the devotees are honoring those footprints. But it's not just the footprints he saw; he saw all the pastimes of Krishna. Because sometimes Krishna's friends would drag him on the, you know, sometimes Krishna would be rolling, sometimes Krishna would be dancing, sometimes the three. So he saw within those footprints all the pastimes and he became increasingly agitated. Not in a bad way, his, his mind, the devotion, I've arrived. Imagine this, Pramanda Brahmate, Konya Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Pasadipai, life after life, birth after birth, universe after universe, and now all the dawns of my life have become successful. All the dawns of my life have become successful. I woke up every morning and there's so much trouble, but now it all has become worth it. And now he saw those footprints, and how does he feel now? I, I, I waited 12 years being tortured, serving this demon. Just this is my life, this is my goal. Krishna, he said before, Krishna is the the life of all gurus, the life of all teachers. And it just struck him so powerfully that he became agitated by ecstasy. And that's the... The, the the mind becomes so disturbed that it, it it dislodges the the prana the life there, and the prana is somehow or other, according to the emotion. Somehow the the, the, the where the core base of the various five elements are there. So the air element is body hairs are standing on end because of pure love, and the water element, he begins to cry and. And and spontaneous, he jumped down from his chariot and began rolling about among these footprints, exclaiming, ah, this is the dust of my master's feet. Okay. Uh, Drishta and Rudrani, so nice to see you today. I see your message. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Great to see both of you. <laughs> Good to see you, Maharaj. Wow, you you look a
1: delightful. Like, class, what a very delightful class. Thank it's you.
0: just your inspiration, but uh, <laughs> you all both look so real. I, I just, I guess, the retired life of hearing and and going out on kirtan is just, it just makes people look blissful. I guess. Well, it's uh, hearing nice classes and associating with sadhus, too. That helps so much. Okay.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Great to see you. And you
0: look wonderful, Maharaj. You look
1: great. (laughs) uh, We uh,
0: hope to be able to tune in every week. Okay. We love it. We love it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Jamuna Jaya, what do you remember from the class today? Thank
1: you, Maharaj. Beautiful class. Um, I'm really just struck with You know because
0: we've been on the journey with akura for two days a week for such a long time and i'm just really struck with his balance of intelligence like you're saying i'm gonna arrive at this
1: perfect time at this moment but it but is it that that dry sort of logic doesn't override the fact that he's bursting with love and jumps down the cart and rolls around
0: so he's he is really and, and then his faith, he just really seems like he's such the perfect balance of using intelligence in the right way, but not letting it get cold that that it's a perfect way to facilitate getting the chariot of mind. So it's today was just so satisfying because we've that been is, here. Actually, that's a very, very nice realization. It really is. That he's an example. He's a very thoughtful person. I mean, he was the minister of Com- And what's gonna happen after this, he loses it all because Mm -hmm. it says without fear, without, there's a verse that comes up, it's, I think it says, um, I, I got it right now, but it's something like without fear, without pride, why fear? Because Kamsa has his spies everywhere. And if he's rolling in the dust by Kamsa, they'll they'll kill him. And without pride, he Kamsa is the king and he's his minister. Yeah, I, I I you know in India it's it's I I know one superintendent of police, I met him, and he 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 actually was philosophical. Hmm. And I, I, I don't know, somehow or other, he wanted to learn from me. So he sent a car and a police escort for me. It was about three, four hours away. So I, I, I loved it. I had this police escort and everybody had to move out of the way. And you know, <laughs> he sent the car and the policemen were there. And then when I got to his place, he's a superintendent of police. It's not a super, it's a king. They have, they call it a bungalow. But my God, you know, it's just, you know, land and, and he's there and there's people around. So, I mean, Akrura, you know, was well situated, but he rolled in the dust. He, he gave up all pride. Mm. So I guess that's the way it is. The mm. purpose of, of, of all the discrimination we have and all the understanding we have is to develop love. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Uh, this is Godruma Prana. Hi Thank you so much for the class, uh, Maharaj. I like many points, but for the sake of time, I'll mention one. Uh, uh, Maharaj, you were mentioning about Bhakti Siddhanta, how he would take his glasses off to see, and you mentioned that he wanted to offer his heart. And I was thinking that sometimes our seeing can be an obstacle in the course of offering our heart we can be too much dependent on our intellectualization thank you so much the heart tends to see things as objects it can see objects but spiritual life is we are the scene we are the object so you're right it can be an obstacle because we look through these eyes to try to control and enjoy things and dominate things. That That's the way we look. So some, that's why when we're chanting, it's sometime Bhaktivinoda Thakur would have a, a cloth over his head. He'd have a cloth over his head because he, you know, you know, just that consciousness to go internal. I know when I was in Govardhan, I couldn't see Govardhan. I could, when I'm in my room, I couldn't see Govardhan, but Govardhan was about a. a 50 yards ahead of me. And when I thought of it, I tried to chant in the way (laughs) where to shift that consciousness, that rather, you know, that I'm the object of Govardhan. Just, you know, try my mind to just shift that consciousness rather than seeing something in in a dominating way for my enjoyment. Very good, thank you. Thank you, Lars. Okay, anybody else like to say hello?
1: Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Missy. Okay. Um, I took a few, again, for the sake of time, too. Um, I I loved when you said our success does not depend on anything external to ourselves, because that comes from Krishna. But our reaction, our devotion, our mood, that comes from our hearts. And that was just beautiful.
0: We have to live that way in the world, because we're not the controller. And if we make control or we make the, conformi- uh, the environment conforming to our desires, our happiness, we'll be miserable. We're not the en- controllers, so we can't be the enjoyers materially, but spiritually we can enjoy by being, by being in the mood of service because service doesn't matter. It's not dependent on the environment. And now I'm a little bit in anxiety because I'm seeing all the snow come down. (laughs) And uh, uh, Kastuba invited me to his house tomorrow. Uh, Oh, you'll
1: be in the city tomorrow?
0: Well, just for his apartment, you know, to, uh, you know, to take lunch and see the apartment and everything. So anyway, the snow is coming today, but it looks like it's really coming down. Wow. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Maharaj. Sayanta, uh, Haribo. Haribo. Did I hear you say, first, first of
1: all, that was a very sweet class. Thank you. Did, did I hear you say that Srila Prabhupada
0: said that all immigrants should be treated equally and with equally as everyone else? I can send you the quotes where he criticized the, the immigration. He called them like dark. Barking dogs.
1: <laughs> you mean the immigration department?
0: The people at the borders. What is this? This is America. This is Canada. You know, this land belongs here. He said it's like dogs barking.
1: I'd love to have that. <laughs> okay.
0: Jan is an immigration lawyer in New York who's been suffering for the last four years.
1: <laughs>
0: so he wants the <laughs> that sign <laughs> because they've tortured him for four years. He's trying to get these poor people who are already in the country, right? Yeah. Okay, good, no, I, I will send you that quote.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Okay, <laughs> a major day. <laughs> okay, anybody else like to say hello? Oh, oh. is this Gail,
1: go ahead. Yeah. Well, for one thing, I, I I liked your translation of lotus feet. You know, it makes it once again makes it relevant, you know. That was really and nice.
0: I, what did I say about the lotus feet? Why they approach it?
1: No, that you know, we 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 talk about people's lotus feet because it's a way of honoring. Or glorifying the person is a way of illustrating how, glorious, if even the lowest part of a person is so glorious, and what to speak of the whole of
0: the person? person, it means if the feet are this above me, what to speak of the person, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's okay. what I said, the yeah. whole person. But, right. you know, one thing I have to say, you know, I can't help but feel that, you know, why why it wasn't like a little presumptuous of Akura to to envision how Krishna is going to receive him. And he's gonna take him by his
0: That wasn't Krishna, that was Balaram. He he thought that Balaram would see him as a relative.
1: Well even Balaram then. Even Balaram. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just
0: Well I, I mean this
1: didn't seem like the most humble, you know
0: I guess vision. I, I guess he was getting excited in his vision that they would they would they, they would welcome him he was just thinking he was just so apprehensive that he wouldn't be welcomed and, and that's why he said and then when they then when you know krishna i guess says a mentions my name then all my doubts will be cleared. And what were those doubts? Those doubts whether they would receive him. So the doubt was a little bit lingering still in his mind. And then he thought, yeah, that, ba- ba- I, I, I forget, because Balaram, right, you know, Krishna is the son of, Nandamaraj and Balaram's the son of Vasudev. So they come from actual different the, the dynasties are different. So he was thinking that. No, what he's thinking is is that connection with Vasudev Vas, uh, Vasudev wouldn't be so much because Krishna is in the mood of Vrindavan and not so much thinking in that way. Okay, Gail.
1: We continue, Maharaj.
0: You always make the same point that I wonder about and hope you wouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Okay, anybody else? <laughs>
1: you, Who is this? Oh,
0: good. Nandarani, I saw you twice today. How nice.
1: Hi, <laughs> Krishna. Great privilege
0: for me. Okay. We will see you again soon in Vrindavan. Hopefully, oh, okay.
1: yes. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Krishna
0: willing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here.
1: And Kishori Radha.
0: Haribo. 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 Tota, this snow is not going to delay us. It's only today, right? Yeah, it's not going to hold us back. Uh, it, 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 yeah by tomorrow it should be okay right yeah it, it's supposed to end by early evening and uh, they're, they're i mean they're already plowing so i think it should be okay how many inches are they expecting uh i i think i read three to five. Ah, three to five that's nothing so you know and, and that's you know that's 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 24 hours from now so okay good so i think okay. we'll be in good shape all right Bo. Hi, okay. Bo. anybody else you christian Govinda. thank you so much you guys are not going to the beach, are you? It's too cold. <laughs> yeah. We got yeah. our <laughs> Is it like a polar bear club or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we're just running
1: some
0: errands before we get snowed in for the evening. But, okay. All tomorrow right. Tomorrow you'll be fine. Okay. Hurry, right, Bo. Anybody all else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Guru Hi, Shai Dave. Hurry, Bo. Okay, Kaylee, you had your class yesterday. Uh, yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, if you want to call me later in the week, any questions? Okay.
1: Okay. Well, okay. thank you, Thank you.
0: Okay. You Hi, Bo. Well.
1: Hi, Bo. Hi, Maharaj It's Priya.
0: Priya, great, wonderful. I'm I'm looking at your incredible picture of uh, painting of. Radha Raman, wonderful, okay. Thank you. Haribo. Anybody else? So
1: Hare Krishna Hello. Guru Maharaj, this is Champak. Thank you Champak. so much for class.
0: Bo. Let me show you the picture of Radha Raman that Priya painted. My birthday. Can you see it?
1: That's so beautiful.
0: Yeah, painting of Radha Ramadha. Okay. Okay. Okay, anybody else?
1: Okay. Hare Krishna
0: Guru Maharaj, Narmasaki here. Thank you for the class. Wonderful, okay. Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you so much. Very nice class. Oh. This is Mayapur. I'd like to be there and eat the lunch after the class. (laughs) I'll do that next week. Okay. Okay. Okay.